Hey everyone, Karibu Sana, welcome to uh, another tremendous, tremendous Thursday that the Lord has given to us to meditate on His Word and to speak about the wonderful things of the Kingdom of God and the glorious mysteries that are contained within the mystery that is Christ in us. And today we'll be looking at Unity Consciousness Part 2. And I've done a part one, so if you are, if you want to catch up with that, you can watch this, yes, but if you want to catch up with that, you can check it out at uh, my YouTube channel, Kahuho Gatoto, and you can also check it out on my uh, Facebook account, it's there, also you can check it out and get to see a little bit about uh, Unity Consciousness. So the first one served as uh, an introduction, but there were teachings also concerning that, and um, we went a little bit deep into certain things about the unity consciousness and uh, when we speak about the unity consciousness we're speaking about the consciousness of god the consciousness of god is a unity consciousness and every consciousness has a structure uh, that's something we said last week and we say that the, uh, the structure of your consciousness uh, determines the structure of your mind the structure of your consciousness determines the structure of your mind and that's some of the things that we looked at and i have good news uh Book 20 of the reality series is out and the book is titled Telepathy, Telepathic Unity, uh, Precognition and Postcognition. And I'll be doing a teaching on telepathy and telepathic unity next week on Thursday. I'll be looking a bit into that. Uh, probably it's also my, it might just end up being a series and I'm hoping that today I'll be able to uh, finish unity consciousness as the Lord enables and the teachings are just a compression of uh, most of the things that I've written about uh, in the reality series and what I'm talking about today is something that I've written about I, uh, in especially in book 19 it's there it talks about it and also book uh, book 20 talks about it and book 21 it is coming soon it's already complete I'm just having someone uh, check it out a bit for me to write a forward and so forth and it's gonna come out uh, God willing this week and also we'll be talking about quantum healing very soon and uh, we'll also be looking into other things as well but let's let's put our heads and pray father we thank you we bless you in Jesus name. We magnify your holy name for your presence Lord and we pray that you expand our consciousness. Mande bris kataske fela rabasote fekoski la namande paradas kalila wande bredes seke fekoski finanaske la dos kapata waradasele degeski finadoski la dabareda aminade aminade baba e sambre de la kasketasi Oh Jesus, I'm ready to set the focus. We pray that we'll understand the mysteries of Christ in us, in the name of Christ. We pray that our minds would be enlightened, O God, that our consciousness would be expanded in the name of Jesus, that we'll ascend, we'll ascend into Christ, we'll ascend, Almighty God, and come to a place where these mortal body is swallowed up into eternity Lord into the reality Jehovah God of our subtle body in the name of Jesus into the reality of the ascended and risen body of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus we thank you we bless you we give you glory O God and we glorify your holy name may we understand and comprehend the things of your word thank you Jesus mm. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Help us to excavate Christ in Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. So, uh, unity consciousness, part two of unity consciousness. And I uh, remember what I said. I'm just repeating some things so that we can uh, catch up, we can come to this place, and we can move forward from this particular place. Uh, that is part two of unity consciousness. And I said the unity consciousness is the consciousness of Christ, and it's the consciousness of divinity. And anyone that is in Christ Jesus, as the Bible says in First Corinthians, uh, let me just read it. As the Bible tells us in the book of First Corinthians chapter 6, and First uh, Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 17, it says the following, But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. It says, But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Now when it says, But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. We talk about being joined to the Lord. Uh, the scripture, all scripture means that, but the person that is in unity with the Lord, the person that is in unity with the person of Jesus Christ, in the person of Jesus Christ, through the sacrifice of the being of Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit, from the Spirit, through the Spirit, and in the Spirit, is one Spirit with Him. When He talks about one Spirit with Him, He talks about one consciousness. That anyone that is in unity with Christ, anyone that is in unity with Christ, is one consciousness with Christ and we say that unity consciousness is also known as Christ consciousness or super consciousness and when we talk about operating in super consciousness uh, we've been called to ascend to a place where we are operating from super consciousness and when we talk about super consciousness it also has to do with having a circumspective conscious and when we talk about a circumspective conscious that's a conscious that is all-rounded. It's just about being aware. That is entering into a place and into a dimension in the being of God through Christ in Christ where now we are operating from a higher awareness. We're operating from higher awareness. And when we operate from higher awareness, we also come to this place where our, our senses, our spiritual senses are also activated and our spiritual senses operate from the reality of the spiritual senses of the body of Christ. Christ. Because to be joined with Christ and to be in Christ is to be the body of Christ. And the consciousness of Christ is the unity consciousness. That is the consciousness of divinity the consciousness of divinity and of eternity that is of the person of God resides in the being of Christ. And Christ Christ, anyone that is in Christ is part and parcel of the unity consciousness and is united to the consciousness of God. And being united to the consciousness of God is not enough. We have to ascend into the realities of the consciousness of the being of God that are contained within the person of Christ. And when Christ ascended, when Christ ascended after his death and he ascended when he had uh, resurrected, in his ascension, when he ascended into the heavens, we also ascended with him in him but there is the ascension of uh there is the ascension in the being of christ and the ascension in the consciousness of the person of christ and one of the ways through which we ascend into further realities and further and higher dimensions of the consciousness of christ is by meditation meditation is one of those ways and we also talk about mantras and the practice of mantras that is recitations and the practice of chanting as well and the practice of traveling in frequencies when you talk about traveling in frequencies we are talking about engaging the different frequencies of the being of God engaging the different frequencies of the being of God and one of the frequencies that I've taught about is the alpha frequency and we come to this place where we begin to engage the alpha frequency and when we engage the alpha frequency we ascend within the consciousness of 
God. We enter into higher dimensions of consciousness within the living God and our consciousness becomes expanded. And not only that, but our understanding also becomes enlightened. Our understanding also becomes enlightened. You cannot ascend in terms of consciousness and there not be a change in your understanding. Your understanding is shifted and altered. That means that also your perception is going to be reconstructed. Your perception is going to be reconstructed. So as we take part in, as, as we partake of uh, the reality of the unity consciousness and the structure of unity consciousness, our understanding is shifted and changed. What the Bible calls the enlightenment of understanding or that the eyes of our understanding be opened so that we can comprehend the riches and the inheritance that we have in the being of Christ. So Christ is a reality to be excavated. The being of Christ is a reality to be excavated. And as we excavate the person of Christ we ascend as we excavate the person of Christ we ascend and one of the ways we do that now as I said previously is through mantras when we speak Christ consciousness and when we utter Christ consciousness to ourselves and we begin to speak certain such realities as the following you can begin by saying as it is written in scripture that he that is joined to Christ is one spirit with him that is is one consciousness with him and we begin to recite that and to speak that into yourself and as you practice that particular mantra uh, that particular mantra you begin to reconstitute your consciousness you begin to reconstitute your consciousness you begin to restructure it and you also begin to restructure your understanding and as you restructure your understanding and your consciousness you ascend as you do that you ascend and every scripture every portion of scripture that we read it is joined to a specific frequency of God when perhaps we look at the book of um, the book of Psalm 133 uh, you come to the book of Psalm and you go to Psalm 133 and in Psalm 133 it is written a psalm of ascent so the frequency that is joined to that particular psalm is the frequency of ascension. It is the frequency of ascension. So when we engage and meditate upon the realities written in the book of Psalm 133, we are actually ascending and we are engaging the unity consciousness and we're engaging the unity frequency because the frequency of God is the unity frequency. So when we begin to engage that frequency and we begin to engage uh, the realities that are concealed and revealed in the book of Psalm 133, when we engage Psalm 133, chapter 133 of the book of Psalm, it begins by saying the following, how pleasant it is for brethren to gather together in unity. How pleasant it is for brethren to gather together in unity. And he says it is like the anointing oil running from the head of Aaron all the way down to his loins, all the way down to his feet. So you see that when we are gathered together, the Bible also says that there God has commanded a blessing and life forevermore. God has commanded a blessing and life forevermore. When we speak about life forevermore, we are speaking about immortality. So one of the ways that we actually get to come to the reality of immortality because we are immortal. The body that we are part of, the body of Christ that we are part of, is an immortal body. The body of Christ that you are part of is an immortal body, a body that conquered the grave and a body that conquered death. So that is the body that we are part of. But being part of that body and actualizing the realities of that body are two different things. So we are part of that body, but we need to come to a place where we actualize the reality of that resurrected body that is the body of Christ. And one of the ways to do that now is through ascension, is through ascension, the ascension of our consciousness. 
and the ascension of our consciousness actually recreates our quantum dimension. The ascension of our consciousness recreates our quantum dimension, meaning that quantum healing takes place, and also the light that uh, the light of our spiritual body, the subtle body that we have inside this physical body, that subtle body and the light thereof is also reconstituted. And we talk about our frequency, uh, our vibration. Uh, our vibration increases in speed and our vibration also ascends. We come to high vibratory realities in the being of Christ. We come to high vibratory realities in the being of Christ because we have low vibratory realities of the being of Christ and high vibratory realities of the being of Christ. And as we consistently engage the frequency of Psalm 133, as we meditate on that, on the togetherness, on coming and being one in unity, when he speaks about in unity, he's talking about the being of Christ. That in Christ, we come together in unity. But being in Christ and being in unity in Christ are also excuse me, are also two different things. So when the Bible talks about this and talks about the unity consciousness, which is the consciousness of God, each and every single believer, each and every single person that is a Christian, each and every single person that is in Christ and has been born again and is within the being of Christ is part and parcel of the unity consciousness. But there is the unity consciousness of divinity and there is the unity consciousness of the body of Christ. Now the unity consciousness of the body of Christ has to do with the consciousness of the believers, the integration of the different conscious uh, conscious realities of the mem of the members of the individual members of the body of Christ within the body of Christ. Because I'm part of the body of Christ, you are part of the body of Christ, but we have different realities in terms of our consciousness, and our consciousness are structured differently within the being of Christ. Though it is the desire of God that our consciousness be structured according to His blueprint according to the blueprint of the consciousness of God. And that blueprint of the consciousness of God in humanity has to do with superconsciousness. So the moment we begin to uh, come together in unity, the moment we come together in unity as members of the body of Christ, and there is harmony between us, and there is harmony with us, and there is no such things as backbiting and so forth and etc. You know, all those such negative realities that actually affect the vibration of the body of Christ and affect the consciousness of the body of Christ. You see, the moment we engage in negative realities, backbiting, sexual morality, such things, we lower our consciousness. Our consciousness comes to a lower dimension. Our consciousness comes to a lower dimension. But the moment we live in holiness, in purity, and in righteousness, we ascend to greater dimensions of consciousness within the being of Christ, within the being of Christ. And as we ascend within the being of Christ into greater and higher dimensions of consciousness, we manifest Christ. Christ is manifested in us in a greater way. You see, there is the Christ you have accepted and the reality of Christ in you. And there is the Christ that you become in Christ. There is the Christ that you become in Christ. That is, there is the word that you become within the word. There is the word that you become within the word because the word must become flesh. And the word that became flesh is the consciousness, is part of the unity consciousness of God. So the unity consciousness must reside in flesh. Unity consciousness must reside in flesh and not only reside in flesh but must be actualized in fullness in flesh so we are maturity of christ that oh 
it's back up. That means we come to the fullness of the unity consciousness. We come to the fullness of the unity consciousness of the body of Christ and of the unity consciousness within Christ himself. So we come to the, we have been called to come to the fullness of that particular reality. So as we engage the realities that are concealed in Psalm 133, our eyes are opened. Our eyes, the eyes of our understanding are open to see the realities that are concealed in unity and to understand that unity is the blueprint not only of the physical realm but unity is the blueprint of humanity and unity is the blueprint of the spiritual realm and unity is the blueprint of angels and other spiritual beings that exist within the spiritual realm as well because when we talk about unity and God said the following let us make man in our own image in our own likeness that is God said let us make another unity in our image and in our likeness and that unity is humanity that unity is me and you so according to God's original intent we were created to operate from a place of unity consciousness and our consciousness was designed to be in harmony with the consciousness of God that is our consciousness which is also a unity consciousness was created to reside within the unity consciousness of God and as we reside in the unity consciousness of God we travel within the consciousness of God because the consciousness of God has different realities. There are many different realities within the consciousness of God. You can travel inside the consciousness of God and be taken to different moments in eternity and different points in time within the consciousness of God because everything that we know resides within our consciousness. Everything that God knows resides within his consciousness. Within the consciousness of God resides all of the knowledge concerning everything and anything. So as we enter into the consciousness of divinity, we ascend to higher realities of the consciousness of divinity, of divinity including traveling, traveling Traveling inside the consciousness of divinity. One such example has to do with uh, Apostle John. Apostle John in the book of Revelation, he was told by God, come up here and I will show you the things that are to come. And he said, he, 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 he saw in the spirit. He saw in the spirit and that spirit is capitalized. Excuse me. And that spirit is capitalized. I mean, he saw in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is God. So he saw in God. He saw in God. He saw the realities that were to unfold in the end days within the being of God. Within the being of God. So within the consciousness of God, we can travel to different points in time and to different moments in eternity. And as we travel within the consciousness of God, there is an assimilation that occurs within the knowledge of God. We come to a place where now we begin to understand what it means that God is omniscient. We begin to understand the realities that are concealed in the being of God. And within the being of God, there is the reality of the different timelines that exist and the different timelines that have to do with each and every single person. The consciousness of God contains infinite realities. And as we engage the alpha frequency, and as we engage the frequency of God, we are traveling in the alpha frequency. And as we begin to also engage the expressions of the alpha frequencies of God, for instance, as we begin to meditate on creation, the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 20, that everything can be, that everything that is to be known about God, and even including the Godhead, is
Yeah, so sorry about that. Uh, so everything that can be known about God has been concealed in the things that have been made. So when we speak about creation, creation speaks. And what creation speaks is God himself because God has concealed himself in creation. So as we contemplate creation, we come to the knowledge of God in creation. So the different frequencies that are expressions of the alpha frequency, such as perhaps the frequency of water, uh, the frequency of uh, of the stars, the frequency of the sun, the frequency of the moon, uh, the frequency of, um, you know, the frequency of Joseph, uh, you are on and as we get deeper, sorry, uh, we have a bit of an issue with the net. And as we get deeper into the knowledge of God, we are assimilated. The more we know more about God and the more we ascend within the being of God, the more that even our quantum dimension is recreated. Our quantum dimension is recreated. And when we speak about consciousness, we are talking about our quantum dimension. We are talking about light. We are talking about energy. Uh, we are talking about our frequency. We are talking about breath we're talking about rhythm we're talking about motion and such things of such which are also principles of uh, principles of existence and principles of reality so when you speak about consciousness we are speaking about the quant the quantum dimension we're talking about the quantum dimension and the Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him it is to say that he that is quantumly entangled with God and to God is one consciousness with him. So to get into unity consciousness means that we also come into a place of quantum entanglement with God, that God becomes our quantum dimension. And that is the desire of God, that as we ascend into unity consciousness, the quantum dimension of God becomes our quantum dimension. It becomes our quantum dimension. So that means that our vibration becomes one with the vibration of God. Our light becomes one with the light of God. Our energy becomes one with the energy of God. And as we get to these particular realities, it is very easy for us to ascend because in order for us to ascend into unity consciousness, there must be resonance. That means that our frequency and the frequency of God must vibrate in the same frequency. They must vibrate in the same frequency. And that can only happen in Christ. It is in Christ that every human frequency excuse me it is in christ that every human frequency comes to resonance because the body of christ the body of christ and the vibration of the body of christ is a vibration that is in resonance with the vibration of god is a vibration that is in resonance with the vibration of god so anyone that is in christ is in resonance with the vibration of god but there are different dimensions of resonance because when we talk about that that mean, and we say that we have low christ uh, low christ realities and high Christ realities. So with that also means that we have low vibrations within the person of Christ and we have high vibrations within the person of Christ. So as we ascend to higher vibrations within the person of Christ, through now uh, through now the um, through ascending into higher dimensions of consciousness, as we engage the being of God, we come into a place where now there is a greater, there is a greater resonance, there is a higher resonance between our frequency and the frequency of God, where there is almost, uh, where there is an ascent to exactness, an ascent to ex an ascent to likeness, not exactness, an ascent to likeness, where the image and likeness of God in us is consistently increasing, because what you are 
are conscious of, what you are conscious of, you become according to that which you are conscious of. So as we become more and more conscious of God, we become more and more like God. The more you are conscious of God, the more you become more and more like God. And one of the ways to start engaging the frequency of God and to travel in the consciousness of God is by practicing the uh, it's actually by practicing the uh, it's actually by practicing conscious let me let me I'm trying to come up with uh, a, a different wording for this uh, other than the one I have but let me just use the one I have you know uh, is actually practicing the con is actually by practicing consciously the presence of God because God is everywhere and when a person is in Christ that means that they're in the presence of God but you can be in the presence of God but only be conscious of the presence of God when you're when you're actually praying or when you're worshiping but if you're in the presence of God you ought to pr consistently be conscious of the presence of God. So there is such a thing as uh, consistent consciousness in regards to the presence of God. And God wants us to develop that, to develop that mind, where, uh, to develop that understanding and to come to uh, an, a, a, pres a consistently present conscious consciousness in terms of the presence of God, that we know that we are in God and we are one with Him. We know that we are with God and that God is in us and we are in Him and we are one with Him. That we are quantumly entangled with the being of God. That His consciousness and our consciousness are one. That the consciousness of I am resides in us. So if the consciousness of I am resides in us, that means that God is always present. He's always present and you're always in God. But we need to practice the conscious presence of God. We need to come to this place where... We are consistently engaging God, whether it is through prayer, whether it is through meditation, whether it is through talking to God each and every single day in such a way as you would talk to a person. Have you? Maybe your day is not going so well and you just within yourself, you begin to have telepathic communication with God. Because when we are united with God, the Bible says that anyone who has the mind of Christ, which means that we have a telepathic uh, we have a telepathic unity with God, that we, we are connected to God telepathically and we can communicate to God telepathically because our minds are in unity. Our minds have, each and every single one of us, we have a, we have a specific telepathic channel with the being of God. So you keep your telepathic channel always, you just always keep your telepathic channel open. You're always engaging the being of God. If you're having a bad day, you just talk about it. To, you just talk about it. Tell God, I'm having this and this day, you know, in such up, things are not going well, you know, engaging God in our day-to-day -day life, practicing the presence of God, that's what it's called, practicing the presence of God, which increases our consciousness in terms of uh, the presence of God and also in terms of the conscious, uh, in terms of the realities that are contained within the consciousness of the person of God. So you have to, and I have to consistently uh, be engaging our, tele our respective telepathic channels with the being of God. And that is one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible talks about praying in tongues. The Bible talks about do not know how to pray, but the Spirit makes intercession for us. You know, so we need also to practice that where we are praying with our spirit, but our understanding is engaged in something else. You can actually do that where you practice to engage your consciousness in the realities of God in terms of praying in tongues. You're engaging the consciousness of God. You're engaging the realities of God as you're praying in tongues and your understanding is engaged in something else. I often do that. I'll be writing, you know, or I'll be, I'll just be doing something in the office. I'm writing something. I'm just uh, doing my 
day-to-day work, but as, as I do my day-to-day work, I'm praying in my spirit. My consciousness is praying the spirit of God. I'm praying in the spirit and I'm engaging the consciousness of God. And that has developed... Uh, that has helped me develop more in terms of being more conscious of the presence of God because I'm practicing the presence of God more and more. And that has also increased my sensitivity and my discernment. You know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we went to town with uh, two friends of mine and we came to this place. There are many places in town where you find people are selling books. So they were selling a book and it was a spiritual book. I could just, I looked at it and I was able to see the spiritual book also because of the title. And I picked that particular book. But when I picked that book, I discerned that the realities in that book had nothing to do with Christ because that book I was radiating negative energy and I was existing in a negative vibration and I was able to discern that and I just put the book down and started talking to my friend about it and I was like, hey, that book, no. And he asked me, I just said, I was able to discern that that book and the realities there really exist in a negative vibration and that the energy that is being radiated from that book is negative energy. You see, consistently practicing the conscious presence of God. You're engaging God day in, day out. You're engaging God. That's why the Bible says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. That is, engage the presence of God without ceasing. Engage the presence of God without ceasing. Engage Him in meditation. Engage Him in chanting, whether it's chanting Aleph, uh, Alpha, whether it's chanting Yahweh, or even singing, you know, just engage the presence of God. You can be singing within you, you know, engaging God telepathically and communicating with God telepathically. That causes us to ascend into greater realities within the consciousness of God. And we come to uh, different places within the being of God where even with our minds, we can time travel in the being of God. And God can, you know, just cause an out-of-body experience where you're taken to different places within the consciousness of God and different places also within time and outside time when we speak about the spiritual the spiritual realm and so forth and that is one of the ways through which we begin to engage God and as we engage God practice consciously the presence of God we ascend into unity consciousness and our structure the structure of our consciousness is altered and when the structure of our consciousness is altered our quantum dimension is also altered as well that means that our quantum dimension is recreated our quantum dimension is recreated and anyone that is in Christ is a new creature that's what the Bible says in order for you to be a new creature you must be a new creature from your elemental elements and when you come to that we're talking about uh we're talking about sound which is frequency we are talking about energy we are talking about light we are talking about um we're talking about breath talking about vibration and a shift in the vibration which also results to uh, a shift in the rhythm because every vibration has a rhythm you have your own distinct rhythm and when we ascend in unity consciousness our rhythm is changed and it's altered it becomes faster it becomes faster and as we ascend in unity consciousness this body this physical body is swallowed up into immortality so you find that as we ascend we also begin to activate immortality in respect to our physical bodies begin to activate immortality in respect to our physical body because the desire of god is that our light body which is our spiritual body which is the subtle body uh, and the physical body become one as they are in the being of christ because in the being of christ are uh, his physical body 
was swallowed into the reality of his spiritual body, into his light body. And that is what God desires, that our spirit, our physical body is swallowed up into the reality of our spiritual body, into that uh, into that uh, into that light and to become one with that light and because we are in Christ we are the light of the Lord and we have the light of the Lord so our physical body will be swallowed up into the light of the Lord so that this physical body which means that uh, autokinesis and quantum kinesis is something that is going to take place where um, the atoms of this physical body and also uh, the uh, the quarks of this body that they are going to be altered in terms of vibration that the vibration of the physical body and the vibration of the spiritual body become one the vibration of the physical body and the vibration of the physical body become one as it is with the being of Christ and when these two vibrations have become one when these two vibrations have become one, now we, 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 we even ascend into our higher realities within unity consciousness, which is the consciousness of God. Because this body has certain particular limitations. But in Christ Jesus, this body, the physical body, has no certain particular limitation. It is swallowed up into the reality of the body of light. And that is the desire of God, that our body becomes swallowed up into our body of light. And by practicing meditation, by practicing contemplation, by practicing chanting, by practicing prayer, by practicing uh, the presence of God, we ascend into higher dimensions of consciousness, into unity consciousness. And in unity consciousness, everything about us is altered. Everything about us is altered and is recreated. So that's it for, uh, for today. And uh, we'll be looking more into other things. Uh, next week we'll be talking about uh, telepathy and telepathic unity. And if you're interested to get to know more about this, uh, you can check out the books at Amazon.com uh, where I talk about unity consciousness. I talk about uh, all these other things in detail, in great detail uh, in the books. And you get to learn more. I'm also learning more so as we continue and as uh, we journey together, we come into greater realities of Christ and we come into places of higher consciousness within the being of Christ. And also when we begin even to talk about, thank you, I'm being reminded of something by the Holy Spirit. When we begin to talk about uh, unity consciousness, uh, unity consciousness also involves uh, being aware being aware, because when we talk about consciousness, we're talking about awareness. It also means about, it talks about being aware of unity. We come to a place where we are aware of unity and we understand unity and we understand the reality of the physical realm and the reality of the spiritual realm. Because the spiritual realm is a unity, the physical realm is a unity. So we come to this place where we begin to understand and we begin to understand the dynamics of operation in regards to unity. Because every unity has every unity has dynamics of operation every unity has dynamics of operation so when we speak about the physical realm are uh, the unity that is the physical realm the unity that is the physical realm which is just one frequency we exist in one frequency in one vibration and so forth and there are different vibrations are uh, within this one vibration so to come to a place where we begin to understand uh, the dynamics of operation in terms of 
the physical realm when we begin to talk about the cosmic energy and the balance of the cosmic energy uh, when we begin to talk about the balance of the weights and we begin to speak about even our quantum healing in relation to the earth and quantum healing in relation to uh, also now the cosmic energy and in relation to also um, the different planets and the different uh, uh, heavenly bodies that exist within our solar system when we begin to talk about stars and so forth and because the fall of man also involved their fall which means that the stars and the sun their vibrations were affected and they are uh, shifted from vibrating into higher vibratory uh, into higher from, from vibrating in high vibrations to coming to a place where they vibrate in low vibrations you see there was there was a change there was a change in that and that means that uh, the physical realm in and of itself needs quantum healing the physical realm needs quantum healing and believers those that are saved the energy that we radiate the energy that we radiate because we are consistently radiating energy the energy that we radiate uh, actually uh, causes the earth and not only the earth but our cosmos the entire physical realm it causes the entire physical realm to be recreated and to be restructured it brings quantum healing to uh, the universe so the energy that you radiate brings quantum healing to the universe the energy that you radiate also brings quantum healing to the earth brings quantum healing to the earth that means that there's energy cleansing that means that uh, the light that is darkened is also now uh, it's it's actually cleansed the cleansing of light that's why jesus said be careful that the light in you is not darkness so there's a light that is darkness so that darkness in the light is displaced that means that the light has been darkened and when the light has been darkened it is because of quantum illness you have quantum illness so the purging so there's a purging that takes place there's a purging that takes place and that purging that takes place uh, is a purging that takes place because of the energy that we radiate because every energy that we radiate every energy the energy that we radiate it's radiated according to it's radiated according to uh, the vibratory reality that we exist in because if we exist in high vibratory realities within the being of, of, of Christ then the vibration the energy that we radiate is going to be high in terms of it's going to be uh, a higher Christ energy it's going to be a higher Christ energy and being a higher Christ energy that means that um, the potency within the energy is great the pot potency within the energy is high so you find that there is a cosmic radiation uh, that has to do with the body of Christ that the body of Christ radiates an energy so there is the um, and there is the integrated energy that is radiated by the body of Christ. And the integrated energy that is radiated by the body of Christ has a work that it does in the universe and in the earth as well, which is recreating the quantum dimension of earth and recreating the quantum dimension also of the physical realm. When we speak about stars, when we speak about the sun, uh, when we talk about our solar system and the healing that our solar system needs, all those things, it, it has to do with that. Because uh, there must also be uh, a balance of energies when we talk about a balance of energies but initially the intention of God is that the entire physical realm and the energy of the physical realm becomes one with his energy becomes one with his energy that means that the earth is swallowed up into the reality of God and when the earth is swallowed up into the reality of God and the earth is swallowed up into the reality of God now the earth experiences quantum healing 
The earth experiences quantum healing. So it is upon us to heal the earth. It is upon us to heal the earth. And that has to do with the energy that we radiate and the vibration from which the energy is actually radiated because we radiate different Christ energies. There is a low Christ energy. There is a high Christ energy uh, depending on the vibration uh, that you exist in within the being of Christ in the dimension that you exist in because every dimension you exist in within the being of Christ has a respective energy that it radiates. It is the same energy, the energy of God. But the energy of God is actualized differently in every believer. The energy of God is actualized differently in every believer. So that means that the energy of God is also radiated differently in every believer. We radiate the same energy, but there is a difference in the energy. And there is a difference in the potency of the energy. So when the Bible says how pleasant it is for brethren to gather together in unity, it's also speaking about, it's also speaking in relation to the corporate energy that is radiated. Whenever believers meet, they radiate a corporate energy. And that corporate energy carries out quantum healing in terms of the universe and in terms also of the earth. And that same energy has the ability and capability to conduct quantum healing in relation to the believers as well, in relation to the believers as well. Because that energy in and of itself carries infinite potency. The energy of God carries infinite potency. So when we come together, our different uh, our different dimensional energies within the being of God, uh, they are conjoined into one. They are integrated into one. So that one energy carries a greater potency because my energy carries the potency uh, of my existence within the being of God. And the energy of someone else within the being of God carries also a potency that is parallel uh, to where they exist within the being of God. So the moment that we come together, that means that there is going to be uh, there's going to be a greater energy that is going to be radiated. And not only a greater energy that is going to be radiated, but also that the potency in the energy is going to be great. Because when we come together and we, we, we exist within the same frequency, which is the frequency of God. So if we come together and we are of one heart and of one mind within the being of God. Our our vibrations come to a place of resonance. When they come to a place of resonance, that means that the energy that is radiated is a corporate energy. And that corporate energy carries out that specific reality of quantum healing carries out that specific reality of quantum healing where the light that has been darkened is cleansed, where the energy that has been uh, the energy that has been defiled, the energy that has been corrupted, the energy that has been, um, you know, the energy that is now not pure, that energy becomes cleansed, it becomes purified. There is such a thing as the purification of energy. There is such a thing as the purification of energy. And the moment we accept Christ, our energy begins to be purified. Our energy begins begins to be purified and the darkness that exists in us the darkness that exists in us that's why Christ said be careful that the dark that the light in you is not darkness so that darkness begins to be purged and begins to be cleansed that's why the Bible says that the light has prevailed over the darkness and that darkness cannot comprehend the light darkness cannot comprehend the light the darkness does not comprehend the light why because wherever there is light darkness cannot exist darkness cannot exist so there are places in us that have darkness and God wants to 
remove that darkness which means that our light needs to be purged that has to do with quantum healing so uh, that's pretty much and even when we ascend uh, into unity consciousness when we come into greater than into greater dimensions of consciousness into higher dimensions of consciousness within unity consciousness uh, there is quantum healing that takes place and the energy that we radiate also shifts the energy that we radiate now uh, increases in terms of its uh, potency and also uh, increases in relation to the reality that we exist in within the being of Christ. Well, I sure hope that you've been blessed. And if you have questions, please uh, just feel free to ask as well. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about uh, telepathy and telepathic unity. We'll be talking about telepathic channels. Uh, we'll be talking about practicing telepathy. Uh, we'll be looking at all these things and we'll be even examining what it means when the Bible says you have the mind of Christ because you have the mind of Christ, which means that the mind of Christ is... Um, let me stop there and we'll continue next week. So God bless you so much. I pray for you. And I begin to pray even for quantum healing in your life in Jesus' name. That where there is bitterness, God will remove. That negative realities will be removed from you in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. That every darkness in you will be displaced in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray for quantum healing in Jesus' name. I pray for a purging of your quantum dimension in the name of Jesus. And I pray for a cleansing and a purification in Jesus' name. A cleansing, a recreation of your quantum dimension in the name of Jesus. A recreation of your quantum dimension in Jesus' name. Father, recreate the quantum dimension, O oh God, of those that are listening and watching. Recreate my quantum dimension in Jesus' name. Get rid of every negative energy in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let that vital energy, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hmm. Where there is disharmony, Lord, between the spiritual body and the physical body, Lord, I speak harmony in the name of Jesus. That the vital energy that is transmigrated through the nervous system into the human body will be transmigrated in Jesus' name. I begin to speak to the joints, O oh Lord. And I begin to speak against every hindrance in Jesus' name. I speak against it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. See, some of the physical diseases that we often have sometimes is because of, um, you know, it's because of quantum illness. Something that has to do with uh, the uh, oppression of our lights. Uh, the... Uh, the defilement of our energy, that means that there is a negative energy that has been uh, constant in us, and that negative energy is increasing and increasing and so forth. Lord, I begin to speak healing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, where there is a hindrance of the flow of the vital energy. Lord, I speak right now, there is healing in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, they are your light. I am your light. They are your light in Jesus' name. Let that light transmigrate into this physical body in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Let the physical body and the spiritual come into harmony in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
into unity, Lord. The unity of realities, God. The unity of realities. Begin to speak at the unity of realities. The unity of realities. The Bible says a three-stranded knot is difficult to break. We are speaking about the unity that is man. But it can be difficult to break, but it can lack harmony. I begin to speak harmony in the physical and the spiritual in Jesus' name. Harmony. Harmony between the spiritual and the physical in Jesus' name. And harmony between the spirit and the spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Harmony. Harmony in Jesus' name. Harmony in the name of Jesus. Harmony. Every negative energy, negative reality. Removed in Jesus' name. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. In the name of Jesus. Let your light shine, Lord. Lord, radiate. Radiate your energy. Illuminate. Let your light illuminate us and our system, my God. For we are one with you, Lord. We are one with this light. We are one with you, Lord. We are in unity with the light. And we tread the path of light. And come to the realities of the body of light. That is you, O Christ. For your physical and spiritual body are in perfect harmony. Let our spiritual and physical bodies come in perfect harmony. We have come to perfect harmony in Jesus' name. God bless you so much and uh, see you next week. Barakiwa-san.